time for the Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast. And Sam's already looking into the future. Uh, I've wondered what stuff that that has made life easier or more livable right now that we're going to keep with us after the pandemic is over. You know, like we've we've all adopted or adapted to Zoom and Microsoft Team and all those Zuh, teams, Zuh. teams, whatever that we never used a lot before, or at least we, I never did. And I had never sudden, heard of Zoom before this. Yeah, just stuff that we're doing now. That after this is over, you're going to continue doing. And I bring this up because I don't know if you heard this, Murphy. What? I'm just so happy about this one. I don't know why it's taken years, decades, even to do this. Mm. Delta has changed the way they're boarding passengers now. Oh, the thank God! What they're doing, and they started this last Friday, is they. <laughs> You're going to go, why did it take so long? They're boarding from the back of the plane forward. Duh. I, I've always wondered that. You know, so, you know what? Somebody did that at one point. One of the airlines did that. And why did they change it? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it wasn't Southwest sense. because Southwest, you stand in line, you pick your own seat. Oh, yeah. yeah. But there was an airline. I don't remember. It must have been one of the airlines that's no longer around, but they used to board from the well, back. Well, obviously of, it didn't work then. <laughs> but they boarded from the back of the plane to the front. That they would makes call, the most They would sense. call your zone, mm-hmm. and, and if you had the cheap tickets, they called your zone you know, first, and you went to the back. Yeah. So zone one wasn't actually the primo zone to be in. Well, you know? That's what Delta's doing. It's like they're going to call the last couple rows so that everybody doesn't have to walk past everybody. Well, also but you'd if have to you, put your bags over people who are trying to sit. They are allowing the folks in first class and that have some of those fancy titles, you can get on whenever you want. You can wait till the end because you'll be last on, or you can get on whatever you want because, you know, you're first class. Yeah. But then people will be walking past you. It always made sense. I always thought, why are we boarding this way based on how much we paid for a ticket? Because guess what? It's nice to sit in first class. I've sat in first class a few times. One time I was flying somewhere alone, and Murphy upgraded me and texted me last minute. Guess what? You're in first class. And that was really cool. Slick move. But, and I enjoyed it. That's what those Sky Miles points are for. (laughs) However... I don't really care as long as I'm on the plane and get to where I need to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's it has always struck me. Being like, on the plane. Why are we not putting the back people on first? Yeah, I know that's a really good question. Because I don't know you why get on, like, you know, we get called zone two. So we get on and we sit down, and for the next 20 minutes, people are hitting me in the elbow with a, right. a suitcase. I right. bet you I know why. Part of it has got to be, it used to be that, you know, those needing assistance, military and first class first. were the only ones that boarded first mm-hmm. back <clears throat> in it, the day. And needing and then, assistance is also still included with sure. getting okay, on first. Okay. So, uh, and, right. and then, but then, you know, all the airlines started competing for these little next levels that yeah. you know, they're not quite coach, but they're not really first class. You got to label it all. And, it's, right. it's, so, and, and what's funny about it is there might be 15 seats, but there's 13 categories. Right, exactly. You know, silver medallion, gold medallion, platinum medallion. Right, and all of those things I think have probably complicated because they were focused on who gets to board first. Yeah. But yeah, I, you know what? I probably, and we don't, it's not like we travel all that often, but. I probably would prefer to wait if I'm closer up front. I don't want to have to walk past everybody necessarily. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, once you're on that plane, you're on it. You're on it. You're yeah. in, you're going to be in the same basic yeah. you know air as as everybody for however long the flight's going to. You be. get there at the same time. Yeah. And the other thing about it, the other thing about going uh, from the back to the front is depending on what kind of plane and what flight you're on. Connecting. If, if you're well, yeah, that would be if part you're of at it. the back and yeah, can't get off the plane and you're connecting. Ouch. Well, but you would if your ticket's already in the back of the plane, right? That's where you would be sitting yeah. anyway. But, no, what I'm saying is if you're at the back of a plane. Oh, here we go. And you're. 
I'm glad Sam said that, <laughs> not me. Follow me, boys. Uh, I know this what is a real legit I know what you're saying, but if it has nothing. If I'm at the way back of a plane and I'm trying to catch a connecting flight and it's yeah. a tight turnaround, if I don't get off the plane till last, that costs me 10 or 15 more minutes that I don't have well, to catch the next plane. That's the way it is now, though. Yeah. Everybody, if you're laughing, I mean, unless you tell somebody, hey, I got a flight to catch, and you yeah. jump past them. I've done that. I've had yeah. people do that, and that's mm-hmm. totally acceptable. And okay. if they if they boarded, the, if they let everybody off the plane back first, then you defeat the purpose of what they tried to accomplish I in the know. first place, because everybody then walks past I everybody. Know. It's a complicated now, business. My, my point was that, you, depending on the, the plane you're on with the carry-ons, sometimes the overhead bends fill up really fast, right. yes. and that could create kind of a mess if you've got everybody loading from the back to the front. If they run out of space, you're still going to have people that have to walk down. And see what I'm saying? You're right. Back and forth down the aisles. Well, you see, maybe I'm overthinking this. That's why they're probably having board meetings about this now. Why (laughs) this is their problem? We're just the customer of it. But Sam, Mm. why now? Because they have fewer passengers. Fewer people are flying. That's what I'm saying. But why? What? What is the? They're saying Let's even if you only got back ten people on the front, plane, you don't want as many, you know, pe- people passing sitting each other. in the back first. Less of people are going to pass each other. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, and I, and I guess so. If it, that that reduces the amount of touching going on, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> not not bad touching. The flights you know, just, you've been on the, the, the bumping up against each other because you know I mean they're not, the aisles can be narrow, and when yeah. people walk through, they bump into you and so forth. But, yeah. um, <laughs> but I still think, and I guess any precaution is a good precaution. But by the time you sit next to two other strangers who are next to you and you're in a plane that they say that a certain amount of the air is not recirculated, that there's some fresh air coming really? in. Mm. However, yeah, that's because they got the vents open outside. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> they have a window rolled down. <laughs> but uh, it, it's, so, I mean, you got a whole other issue there. You know what I mean? You're still in close quarters no matter what you do. Yeah. I know. You and, know what? Think about the first time we fly after this. Yeah. I mean, when there was... It was early March. Was it late February that we fl- the last time I flew? And there was, you know, it was before everything. A couple of weeks before week everything before, shut down. Yeah. I remember, you know, being aware of coronavirus and thinking twice. I remember th- saying, "Well, here's the end of me eating on a plane. I will not get on the plane and put my hands to my mouth for any reason. You know, put a fillet in front of me. I'm not going to eat yeah. it." And I didn't. Well, and I've always yeah, been cautious about anyway. And you know, it, like at some at some point, they will find some way to vaccinate or whatever eventually this will become like many of the other viruses of the past treatable and you know immunity is not something you don't develop immunity by not catching things right at some point you catch colds you catch things Mm -hmm. and so you're never going to be able to completely eliminate it but um i've always been careful about that when you said that just now jody that reminded me Everything started in China before Christmas time last yeah. year, right? Yeah. And so, and and I had remember I had to fly to New York City for a meeting, yes, which is an international airport, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's where a high concentration is. I'm, and that was in January. Now, I mean, it's, yeah. I'm, I'm many, okay. many, many weeks behind that, but yes. that's it's kind of weird. Could I have been exposed to something possibly? Of course, at that time, if you're yeah? in this world, you can be exposed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Period. I won't even I, I won't even open the the, the complimentary peanuts without you know hand sanitizer i was doing that i've been doing that for years <laughs> when it wasn't cool i'm the poster child for that right <clears throat> you know yeah and the other th- I've, I've said this before even before we were talking about coronavirus on an airplane even if you wash your hands and you you antibacterial and then you put your seatbelt on guess what you just touched yeah, everybody else everybody else has touched the seatbelt because they have to and that's probably one of the dirtiest things on the plane is the seatbelt. <laughs> that and be. the armrest with the guy next to you mm. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. 
Okay, well, it's I, still amazing. I'm still I brought this up being to find able out. to fly somewhere is still amazing. One of my college professors, he was so cool. He was a very old, very much older gentleman who had been retired and came back to teach. And he taught us an advertising and a marketing course. And he was so cool because he said, "Guys, you don't know what it is to be in in this world and and be able to be anywhere that you want to be within hours. You have a magic carpet." He was just talking about flying. Mm. How cool it is! You 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 ha- yeah. we have access. To magic carpets in our time. He was so cool. He was a cool teacher. We do. I've always thought of that mm-hmm. ever since I was a kid. It's like you wake up in the morning and, and this you can be somewhere else. City and then you're here a thousand miles away for to go to bed tonight. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you are bringing up the fact that you think some things are going to stick, right? Yeah. After I, all I, this is over. A lot of things are going to stick, I think. Ways of, new ways of us doing things have opened our eyes to like, oh, we could do it this way much better than the way we were doing it. A couple of things that jump to my mind are the working from home. More people who have proven to their companies that they can work from home, mm-hmm. maybe companies are going to rethink some of this, right? Mm-hmm. More work from home possibilities, whether yeah. you like it or not. I mean, some people are not about that. I, I don't think I would thrive in a work from home situation. I like separation of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also was, I, I just think that maybe our eyes have been opened to essential. What's essential? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I keep knocking the mouse over yeah. over here. Sorry. And by the way, that's right. not the mouse that's in Jody's closet. No, no, it's a computer, computer mouse. mouse. I'm sorry, Jody. Go ahead. Don't you think? Are your eyes open now to what's essential? I feel like I have a new I appreciation guess. for not just healthcare, but you know, truck drivers, grocery store workers, uh, mail carriers, yeah. sanitation, pharmacy. I mean, I hate to interrupt you again, but Capone's Capone? got the mouse. Hold on. Okay. Yes. Do not let him chew that mouse. So what are you saying, though, with the essential? I don't know. It just opens my eyes to it. And it's something to think about going forward in a career. Do you want something that's essential? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I think it's something to think about. I got a four-year degree in non-essential work. Well, yeah, you do. You know, and that's going to be a matter of perspective. When they say, when you talk, when you're talking essential right now, it's from a safety standpoint. You yes. can't only operate and work with essential workers. Uh, Every, yeah. uh, you know, under normal circumstances, everybody's essential. Otherwise, they wouldn't be I'm working just for you. Change. I'm not saying right? that people are going to go in categories. I'm just saying it's something to think about. I do think that's that. All. I think there's going to be a lot Industry. more remote working, but it's not going to be about who's essential and who's not. I think it's going to be about can a company save money by right. having people work remotely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not yeah, saying it, those two it, are together. I just those are the two that jumped to my mind. Yeah, if if you uh, you know, and, and I I can't think. I don't want to name companies because I have go no ahead. Idea. Why not? No, no, I'm going to say but different. He company, did Delta. Different companies. Well, not De- uh, Delta, but you know, I mean, could there be? Insurance agencies, you know, that, and I guess they're 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 affiliated. I don't know if they pay franchise fees or anything like that, but you know, so maybe that's a bad example. It would have to be owned and operated businesses that have satellite offices. If they don't need the expense right. of paying rent that's and those kinds saying. of things, mm-hmm. and they can, you know, companies rethinking you can that work from home. Yeah, and you know, I mean, and and I think that. I think the tax laws, at least at the moment, kind of work in your favor if you have a home office that your your uh, that your employer doesn't reimburse you for. Mm. But um, here comes Murphy with the tax laws. <laughs> I was I, talking about getting on the plane in Delta. I I, but I think if there's going to be anything from that, it is going to be the technical change part of it. It is going to be the. It's either going to be the way that meetings are done in offices, mm-hmm. which will improve time and productivity, or the need to have people travel from city to city to city to one location to do sure. a meeting. Yes, you know those kinds of things will, will probably definitely change. But I, um, it, it's it's funny to me how many articles have surfaced in the last week 
And I do. I love the ideas. I think that they're cool brainstorms, but nobody really knows no. how to predict the future. So it's interesting to me what some people are attempting to predict wholesale changes. I know? will say also, I hope that as a society, we know we are more educated now thanks to the fear of this and mm-hmm. what this has done to us and yeah. our economy. I hope we are so much more educated on just basic health, public health etiquette, washing of the hands and how to behave in public and, you know, just coughing around people. It's just, it is an education. Yeah. I think that our kids are getting an education in it. I Isn't also it think funny? when mm. the next time this happens, because you know it will, mm. that we won't be so lax in that ramp up period. And I don't even it's know what the ramp know. up period is. I, yeah. I know, but I'm just thinking of like after Katrina, Superstorm Super Sandy, you know, after that, people take it serious. Sure. So, Not that they didn't take it serious before, but now it's like, okay, well, I know just, it can happen. There's nothing well, like reality to teach you. Yeah. It's kind of like we wound up with the TSA after 9-11. Right. Yes. There was no TSA before then. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. So I, I think positives come out of it. Public and, health. And I do. It's just the basics. It's so amazing to me that that's what this comes down to is washing hands, you know, being courteous, not st- you know, sneezing, you know, staying away towards from others and ca- hey. little basic silly things that we, I mean, we think are silly things that, you know, especially by the You're time learning. we, we mm-hmm. get into next winter are going to be done differently. I saw or it. the thing is, if you don't remember to do that, a stranger is probably oh, going to yeah. remind, remind you, you, you know, yeah. and get that look. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of it, I saw a meme as we wrap here, Sam. I saw a meme that says after this is over. I'm going to want some of you to still stay away from me. <laughs> hey. That's you. Yeah, I put that so in. So use. <laughs> Missed any part of the show? Get it all at murphysamandjody.com.